Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Sirach. Blessed the husband of a good wife. Twice lengthened are his days. A worthy wife brings joy to her husband. Peaceful and full is his life. A good wife is a generous gift bestowed upon him who fears the Lord. Be he rich or poor, his heart is content and a smile is ever on his face. A gracious wife delights her husband. Her thoughtfulness puts flesh on his bones. A gift from the Lord is her governed speech. Her firm virtue is of surpassing worth. Choicest of blessings is a modest wife, priceless her chaste soul. A holy and decent woman adds grace upon grace. Indeed, no price is worthy of her temperate soul. Like the sun rising in the Lord's heavens, the beauty of a virtuous wife is the radiance of her home. The Word of the Lord. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor are my eyes haughty. I busy not myself with great things, nor things too sublime for me. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. Nay, rather, I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child. Like a weaned child on its mother's lap, so is my soul within me. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. In you, O Lord, I have found my peace. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward and touched the coffin. At this the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread through the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Monica's life was not easy. She had an arranged marriage to an older man, who was a pagan, he was a drinker, and he was mean and abusive. In addition to all that pain, Monica's mother-in-law lived with them, and she was mean too. Monica's heart could have hardened, and she could have become mean and abusive in return, but that did not happen. Instead, her patience, humility, and prayers converted both her pagan husband and mother-in-law. They entered the church. 
Her pagan son, Augustine, would be a much harder case, but Monica persisted through the pain her son caused. A priest she went to for advice consoled her by telling her, it is not possible that the son of so many tears should perish. It took her 17 long tear-stained years before Augustine finally converted. Despite her patience and humility, Monica was hardly a pushover. She was battle-hardened by her tough marriage and home life in North Africa. After her husband's death in 370, when her son tried to slip away from her to go make his fortune in Italy, Monica got on a boat and followed him. Then this strong-willed woman got an audience with St. Ambrose, the Archbishop of Milan, and pleaded with him to go to work on her son. It was St. Ambrose who brought St. Augustine into the church in 387. There is a beautiful section of Augustine's book, The Confessions, in which he and Monica, shortly before she dies, are in a small town in Italy on the Tiber River. As they are preparing to sail back to Africa, they are looking out the window, having a pleasant conversation, and wondering what heaven is like. Monica tells her son, nothing in life gives me pleasure anymore. I don't know why I'm still here. My one reason for living this long was to see you become Catholic. Within five days, she gets very ill and close to death. Augustine and his brother are at her bedside choking back tears. The brother tells her that they will take her body back to Africa so she won't be buried in a strange country. But the dying Monica tells her son off, saying that that would be silly. One thing I want from you, she says, is for you to remember me at the altar of the Lord, wherever you may be. Monica says, altar of the Lord, where the one same sacrifice of Calvary takes place in an unbloody manner. It is propitiatory. That means it has the power to atone for sins, the sins of both the faithful who are living and those who have passed on but are not yet completely purified. If you have trouble with your children or trouble with abusive situations or know someone who does, pray to St. Monica. She is the patron saint of wives and abuse victims. She shed a river of tears for her son and he sailed on that river into the Catholic Church. Her persistence saved her son's soul and gave us one of the most important figures of the church. Your persistence, your tears could save the soul of someone you love. <laughs> 